Hey, it's Kevin here. And today I want to share just my thought process on what information you can share and what information should be deemed private uh, about your clients. So um, as a consultant, as an advisor, as a freelancer, it doesn't matter. The work you do with your client uh, is somewhat private, right? It's, you know, there's an expectation that, um, that they can trust you, that, that you're not going to go and blab about their company. Some people even want you to sign NDAs. So a lot, there's a lot of kind of sensitivity, especially in kind of comp competitive markets. Um, there's some people are just very cagey about that, but they've, you know, there's reason to be so you wouldn't want someone blabbing about all the, the weaknesses and strengths of your business to someone else. So when you're working with someone, what can you share about your client work and, and what should be considered private and how do you manage that now, especially when you're in my, my position. So I work with a lot of co-working spaces. Uh, it's a large part of my business and, um, and many of them, sometimes I'll work with one space and then sometime later in the future, I'll work with another space in the same market or there even are times where I've worked with the same space in the same market at the same time. Mind you, they were very different. Everyone knew about it and it wasn't any you know surprises. You work with different suppliers and all that good stuff. Um, so what, but you know, there is a reasonable concern that, Hey, like you could go after working with me and then just tell the next client in Mars in our market, how, how we did things and all the little secrets and all that good stuff. So, um, you definitely don't want setting to set the expectations that that's going to happen. In fact, you want to really be clear about what it is you can share with your clients and what is considered private so that everyone knows and everyone trusts you and then everyone can relax. So what can you share and what's private? Well, the, the benchmark that I follow, and I didn't get this from anywhere other than this is just sort of what made sense to me. So there's maybe other ways of handling this. And if you're an attorney or something, uh, you probably have a whole different kind of school of thought. But as far as I can see, the, the ethical standard is to share only what is publicly visible information. So things that I could point to on a website, things that get sent out to an email list, things that are on social media, even, you know, ads, um, anything that, that is or was public is fair game to show. Now, uh, on the, the contrary of that is uh, anything that, that is not public. So things like revenue, uh, strategy, expenses, how much did things get, you know, do we pay for certain things, results, um, thought processes, even like kind of holistic tactical plans, you know, um, you typically don't want to share things that are sort of invisible or uh, not publicly visible. And that I think that's a really clear standard um, to, to start with. Um, so if they, you know, if it is publicly visible, that's fair game. And if it isn't, that's definitely want to keep under lock and key and demonstrate that with the clients, which we'll talk about. Now, if you're ever unsure about something, the best policy is to ask or to not do it, not share the information. I think, you know, if, if something is kind of in a gray area, like maybe, maybe it is like a combination of tactics that sure someone could Google here and look here and do this, but, um, but the plan itself, all the different tactics that, that get bundled together is somewhat proprietary. Like, you know, I think, yes, it's public, but, but that would be an example of, I wouldn't want everyone to know exactly all the things that we did. Otherwise they could replicate it and com and destroy any kind of competitive advantage we might've accrued and paid for, uh, in working with me. So, um, when in doubt, don't, don't share it. Just like, you know, don't, or ask. Um, and that brings me to the next point is, you know, I think when you're done an engagement, one of the best things you can do is to speak with the client and say, Hey, I'd love to write a case study on this. I'd love to basically talk about what we did and the results that we achieved, uh, as well as where you were before and then where you were after that's that transformation piece that is always so key. 
um, and talk to them and say, okay, here, and basically, you know, what I would, what I've done. Um, so you can go to everspaces.com slash IQ or Kevin.me slash IQ to show you an example. Um, but what I've done is, uh, is basically summarized. Here's all the things that we did, but also here's all the results that we got in terms of specific measurable outcomes. And I actually work with, um, in that particular case study and others, I work with their financial team, their, their accountants or bookkeepers to know things like, what was our acquisition cost? Well, we would know that without them, but more like, you know, what did we spend on marketing as a percent of revenue? And most of this stuff is going to be in your KPI document, which is a few posts ago. And uh, you'll see that in the community. Um, but uh, most of that should be in your KPI documents. You shouldn't have to do too much with finance, but sometimes you have to dig in and say, you know, what was our say financial metrics in the first year of launching this new location? Or, you know, there's some things like financial metrics are one of the best forms of case studies. And I could probably do a whole recording on how to do a great case study. I'm not a, an expert at it. In fact, I'm, I'm pretty good at it, but I never make the time to create them. And that that's a whole different issue in itself, which I plan to get better on as well. Um, <clears throat> But involving the team and getting sign off and approval in writing from your CEO or, or professional exactly what or, or uh, sorry, executive or CEO, owner, whatever, uh, but exactly what metrics you're allowed to talk about and what, you know, what's clear and what's not. So that way, when you talk to clients and say, oh, we, you know, we did this thing for them and you can see that over on our case study. So this in full transparency is something they've given me permission to share with you. This is what we were able to accomplish in working together. This is where they were before. And this is where they were after. That's a really, really, really powerful thing. So things like, you know, revenue, profit, growth in MRR. Um, if you're selling occupancy, like at a hotel, like what was the occupancy levels you achieved? You know, return on inve investment from your ads, acquisition costs, whatever you can share. It really depends on the client and how open they want to be. Um, but that's always a really great thing as well. So um, share only what's publicly visible. Don't share things that aren't like revenue strategy experiences, thought processes, holistic plans, none of that stuff. Get permission as much as you can to share a case study when you're done or even in the middle of engagement. I've worked with clients, some of them for three or four years, and I've got some great case studies that I need to put together. Uh, and I've put together outlines, but I haven't published them. Nonetheless, uh, they're still great to have on paper um, because you never know where the relationship will go after that. So, you know, uh, get those case studies done even before the engagement is done, especially if you've made a lot of progress, especially while things are good. Um, that's always a good thing. And then just in terms of then how you sort of handle that with your, with your own current clients. So sometimes, you know, especially when you specialize, they'll be like, Hey, what do you, are, you know, how do I know you're not just going to go down the street and talk to the next guy and give them all of our secret sauce and kind of, you know, share the goods. Right. Um, and that's a valid concern, although, you know, and that's a valid concern of specialization in general. Although I would say people fear, you know, being incompetent at, at marketing or whatever it is that you're doing more than maybe they fear this competitive concern. Like, like if you're people who are hiring web designers for their law firm, typically like hiring people who have designed websites for other law firms, especially if it's, if you do high end, yeah, I mean, whatever, I'm picking the thing, but like, especially if you do really high quality, highly specialized work, like if you've done it really well for someone else, they're going to want you to do it for them as well. So they prefer competency over this kind of concern about competition and rightfully so. Um, but reinforce to clients, hey, look, exactly, here's exactly what you need to know. So just so you know, in full transparency, I will only share something of my work or, or other clients if it's publicly available somewhere on the internet or wherever, right? At some point in time, or now or at some earlier point in time, it was public. Uh, therefore, it's fair game. So I will never share anything that is hidden, you know, and really just kind of explain that you never share anything that's not publicly available or that, that was never publicly available. And that's kind of your method or benchmark for standard. 
And sometimes, and I usually say this proactively, I always say, just so you know, by the way, um, here's something that another client did. And in full disclosure, they let me share this on my case study. You could go find this over here. Um, so that's just so you know, I never share information that isn't public, uh, but I'm going to share this with you because that's part of their case study and there's a lot to be learned here. That's a great thing. You know, I also had a client ask me um, recently about uh, some experience, I can't really get into it, but some experience that was going to impact their business in a significant way. And I had kind of inside baseball from a, a different engagement that I had worked on. And really I had to tread that line. I had to say like, <clears throat> I had to basically generalize it to the, to the, uh, universal. So if you can do X, then this is a good decision for you. If you cannot do that, then this is not a good decision for you. So rather than talking about the specifics of the knowledge that I know, I had to kind of just broaden it and just say like, look, here's in general, the, the operating principles you want to work on. Um, because I can't share information because that is private. And I would, and I, and I said this, um, you know, that's private to them. And, and as I go on, I'll make sure that your information is private to you as well. So, uh, all that is to say, trust is your biggest asset. Don't mess with it, especially if you specialize, but even if you don't, um, it matters more when you specialize, but frankly, you should be thinking about specializing anyway. You should be in that kind of mindset where specializing is going to, frankly, it is going to attract more business, allow you to charge higher rates. Um, you know, people will work from you from further proximities. You need to less lie in your referral network, a whole bunch of reasons, but trust is a really, 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 really crucial asset of being an advisor, consultant, or freelancer. So don't mess it up and really be proactive in terms of demonstrating to your clients and prospects exactly how you handle privacy and trust, because they're going to be thinking about it at some point in time, um, especially if you specialize. So hope that helps. Just to recap, share only what you, what is publicly visible. It could be it used to be public like ads and you've taken screenshots. That's fine. As long as it was public at some point in time. Um, or it's currently visible, like you can go to the page and look at something and then see how they've done something. That's totally fine as well. I use that as a way of saying, here's a website that I designed through my client work engagements. Here's what it looks like. And then you can reference things that, that happened on that. Um, so share what's only publicly visible. Uh, don't share things like revenue strategy, experiences you've had in certain situations um, that were related to them and like their learnings, basically. That's their kind of their thought, their learning process, which is hard earned in theirs. You can generalize things, like I said, and create rules and, and teach, but don't talk about their specific learnings or situation. Um, you know, holistic marketing plans, tactics, that kind of stuff. Don't, don't share that. Uh, although you can share individual tactics, I think that's fair game if they're public and then, you know, get permission to share things uh, that they've given you. So those are the kind of the big, the big things for you. And then, you know, I like to just proactively reinforce to clients. Here's what I will tell you. Here's what I can't tell you. And then demonstrate trust in situations where it could very easily, it could, you could very easily spill the beans, but, uh, you don't because you have a very strict confidentiality where this isn't public information. So I can't share it with you. Um, so that's how I'm going to toe the line. So I hope that helps. And I uh, just wanted to kind of share that with you. Um, you know, trust is your asset. So treat it wisely, my friends. All right. That's it for now. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye.